the good news is that reaching out to TV, radio, and other sort of non-print networks is pretty much the same process. What I call proactive PR. Learn modern marketing that you can use to grow your business in today's competitive landscape. This is Digital Marketing Masters with Matt and Carrie Rouse. Welcome to Digital Marketing Masters. I'm your host, Matt Rouse. And today, my guest is Jonathan Narvi, who is the founder of the MindMeld PR agency in Vancouver, British Columbia. How are you doing, Jonathan? I'm very good. Thanks for having me on. It's great to have you on because I love talking about PR. And today we're going to talk lots about PR. But before we get into that, I wanted to ask you to tell us a little bit more about what you do at MindMeld. Well, thank you for asking. So the short version is we get media coverage for tech companies. So we focus on the tech sector mainly because I'm a bit selfish in the sense that, well, I don't know if selfish is the word, but I, I find it easier for us to get coverage for companies that are doing leading edge things. So that's the area we've focused on. The other thing that makes us different aside from our, our focus on industry is I'm an ex-journalist. I hire ex-journalists. And why do I do that? It makes it easier for us to get media coverage for our clients because we know what reporters want because we know what we wanted when we were getting uh, 200, 300 emails a day from, from companies trying to pitch us. So as ex-journalists probably are not the hardest people to find right now, uh, <laughs> seeing as kind of the decay of the newspaper industry. Do you think that that fall of, of print news has kind of changed the way that PR is done? That's such a good question. I, I think the fundamentals maybe have not changed. We're, we're looking at landing media in all kinds of different forms. So, you know, whereas well, when I grew up, by the way, that, you know, there were maybe a handful of respected news organizations where you'd want to land media coverage in. And, you know, so these days, the landscape is far, far more diverse. And that means there's a lot more opportunity out there. So this is good and bad. There are, it, it, it's good because, hey, news is news. Whether you get into a, a newspaper, magazine, a TV show, radio show, blog, podcast, clients, it is a hit. Well, in one sense. And then the bad, the bad part is, we do have to do our due diligence and, you know, ensure that when we do get coverage or we get a connection, that we're not necessarily wasting our time with an outlet that has actually five viewers. So that's just some, you know, legwork we have to do on our end to make sure that we're providing value for our clients. Nice. And a lot of times when I hear companies talk about PR, they pretty much just think like, the news, right? Like I'm going to get on the morning show or I'm going to get on the radio news or something, right? But PR is a lot more in-depth than that, especially with online magazines, right? And there's email magazines, there's newsletters, there's shows, there's like YouTube shows and OTT shows and Twitch and live streams and influencers and I mean, it's a pretty broad topic nowadays. What do you think is kind of the best place for a company to maybe get started if they want to kind of dip their toe in PR? Another great question. So the, the way I would answer that 
And and again, you've you've alluded to just the the diverse amount of of opportunities that that are available. And so where to get started? I guess it's like my old history prof put it, start somewhere. (laughs) So, you know, for a company that's, say, looking to do public relations on their own, or maybe they're just they, they want to provide good direction to a PR firm that is working with them. You might want to kick off by just doing some research on number one, local. So what, what are the local opportunities, regional opportunities? You know, who are you reading? Who's, let's say, in your, your, your city newspaper? If there's a, let's say, in, here in BC, I'm, I'm in Vancouver, a popular publication is Business in Vancouver for a lot of the, a lot of the clients that we represent locally. And if you can get, featured in there under their, say, tech section, that's a great win. And it's not just a great win one time. That's a good win because they're actually syndicated. They syndicate their content across a number of different outlets. So it's it's a win-win-win. So yeah, focusing on local, focused by, and, and not necessarily local, but location. So let's say you are selling a product or service and it's particularly you're you're seeing particular pickup in a particular region that isn't where you live or where you have your office. All right. So so you're looking for where the reporters say in New York City or Chicago or Florida or wherever it is that, that your market seems to be picking up. And then beyond location, you're looking at beat. So who are the reporters who are in a particular segment? So, for example, we have one company that is is on the health tech front, but we can when we do our research into what kind of reporters, you know, where we would want to start out, you know, we're already figuring out, okay, here are the segments we're going to want to target reporters in health tech, in health generally, in technology, in business publications who do features on zero to hero stories of, of founders and, and how they've grown. So that's, yeah, media targeting is, is probably a, a good place to start. And I, I think that 100% true. And, you know, we kind of do the same thing with other types of marketing too. You kind of want to go where your clients are. You know, if you're like a B2B business and it's kind of a older, you know, maybe like an old boys club kind of business or something, you don't want to start advertising on TikTok because it's not going to get you any, you know, any people, you know, or if it's, you know, like in SEO world or something like that, you know, there's no point getting, you know, writing content that's not relevant to your audience. So you always want to be in the relevant place. When someone is so so I, I think that you're talking mostly about outreach to journalists, right, to get into these publications and stuff. What about some of those larger publications like, you know, like large magazines like Forbes and Inc. And they seem to have thousands of articles a month on their website. They can't be writing them all themselves. Right. So is that more of like a pay to get on the site thing or is it kind of just a submission system or how does that work? Forbes is a really good example, particularly for the from the tech side of things. So, yes, you've nailed it. It's the reporters are not writing all that stuff themselves. A lot of it they do. So, of course, we're we're reaching out to individual journalists at Forbes and, and other publications. But here's a good example of where you can hop on a sponsored content opportunity. So with Forbes in particular, they have different councils. So there's Forbes Tech Council, Forbes HR Council, they have a leadership council. I think they have like eight different councils. 
And effectively, you can become a member if you can show a certain amount of you, you, you have to meet some kind of metric of success for your business. And I, I believe it, it comes down to revenue. So I think for, for tech council, for example, I think you have to say something like you, you do 5 million in revenue a year, which by the way, if you've got a private company, how would they even know? <laughs> That's true. Right. I can sell whatever you want. I yeah. can totally have twenty million in revenue. Yeah, yeah. But you know, that said, you know, assuming you've got like you, you wouldn't necessarily do PR as the very first thing that you're doing anyways for your business. You you want your your marketing channels built out first. PR is more of a force multiplier. But sorry, getting back to the, the example of Forbes Tech Council. You get in there and now you have the opportunity to submit sponsored content on, on behalf of your client or, or yourself, if you're doing it yourself. They, they have a system you, you can submit and have editors look through it. And uh, there is a very rigorous editorial process or you can pay a little extra or maybe a lot extra and then, you know, just have a Forbes writer write it for you. We haven't used that just because, well, again, we're ex-journalists, we're professional writers, and, and we, we handle the writing. And, and I, I should say, for our clients, we're not, we're not ghost writing. I want to distinguish. I, I like to call it thought leadership development in the sense that we're taking their ideas, channeling them, writing, writing in a way that is more likely to get picked up. But the ideas are our clients. They, they come from them. So you can get thought leadership published via an outlet like that. It, that would also give you an opportunity to get in on what are they called expert panels. So they'll throw out a question and now you can answer it if that is your area of expertise. And if you answer, say, I don't know, 10, 20 a month, you'll get a few of those at least, assuming you're, you're throwing something at them that is original, accurate, maybe a little edgy. And uh, th that'll get you in. Yeah, you definitely don't want to fit in, right? Because uh, fitting in makes you invisible. So what about some, I know, there's some websites that are, I mean, the first one that comes to mind is Harrow, right? The help a reporter out. And I've heard kind of varying success for people from those. because They seem to get thousands and thousands and thousands of submissions when there's maybe a few hundred reporters looking for stuff on it, right? The scale seems to be a little off on that one. Do you see, do you think that kind of thing is useful? So that's such a great question. And yes, it's not only useful. That is the, that is the goose that keeps laying the golden eggs for us. It is the, we keep going back to that well all day long. So we call that reactive PR. So just to explain to people who don't know, help a reporter out. This has been around for over a decade. I've been using it for well over that long. I think I signed, I was one of the first people to sign up for it. And, and what this does is I, I like to put it this way. Imagine if you could know in advance, say three days or, or, or weeks in advance, what a reporter was thinking about creating stories about. And of course we don't have telepathy. We check out help a reporter out. It's a newsletter that comes into your inbox. And so every day you can see the opportunities that are, the reporter is, has a working title. They have the questions that they'd like to ask. They have the, the experts, the kind of expert source that they're looking for. They'll list their publication. They'll list their deadline. They have all the info. And it's, it's like you've got a reporter knocking on your door. So answer the door. So the, 
we, we use this every day. We, we will go through, say, we'll, we'll look through, say, 200, 250 Harrow queries. And, and there's, there's, there's other platforms we look at, Quoted, Q-W-O-T-E-D, the source bottle. It's, it's not quite as useful, but I still check it out. But yeah, help a reporter out is, is the main one. And so you've got all this information. And the key to success with this, which I, I don't want to sort of, you know, slam the, the competition, but I don't know why other PR agencies don't have a good process for this. The key is you have to be fast. It's like that, uh, that line from Ricky Bobby in Talladega Nights. If you're not first, you're last. So you have to have a process. You have to have transparent communication with your, with your clients, or if you're again, if you're doing it yourself, you just you need to be Johnny on the spot. Oh, we got we got a, a good match for what we do, and really, you want to aim to get a response to that journalist within two hours at most. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter what their deadline is. If it's a day from now, or three days from now, or three weeks from now, the deadline is today in two hours. Right. And so it's, is it kind of like a subscription model you pay and then you can, it'll send you queries based on some kind of parameters you set? This is the bonkers thing. It's free. It's always been free. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, you, you can set parameters for what kind of queries you see. So if, if you're in uh, health tech and you don't want to see all the education queries, okay, just check, tick that box. And of course, we tick all the boxes. And the reason for that is, again, we're number one, we're, we're a PR agency that works with a diverse clientele. So they're all in tech, but they all have different sort of angles to what they do. So we can find fits all over the place. But also, if you don't get the full stream from Harrow of like all the queries, you can actually miss on some nuggets that maybe, maybe even have been misclassified, miscategorized. But, you know, some people, they don't know, like if, if you just say signed up for the, the tech queries alone and you're like, ah, I don't want the general interest ones. Well, what if someone didn't quite know how to, it's like, ah, this, this is more of a general interest or, or, or business query. I'm not sure. I'll throw it into that and you might miss it. So my recommendation, just sign up for them all. It doesn't take that long to go through the list once you get used to it. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, so I, I've used Harrow a little bit over time, but like I said, you know, when we were talking before the show, PR is definitely not something our agency does. You know, we'll do PR in the sense of PR that is used by search engines, you know, to, to make decisions about search optimization, but that's about as far as we go. So in companies that are in tech, what kind of like, are you mostly talking that you work with like SaaS? product companies or is it more like manufacturing and engineering companies or a little about all of them? So we, we've worked with SaaS companies that have sort of behind the scenes back-end solutions for IT. Those are probably the, the, the least sexy SaaS products that, that we could have been working with, but we got, we got good results with them. Health tech, ed tech, marketing SaaS, what else? Things to do with artificial intelligence and quantum computing. So it's, it's a diverse range. Again, the focus for us has been on, on, on technology companies, you know, partly because it's just easy. The, the, the thing that we associate with technology is new. New is a big, uh, the, the biggest part of the word news. New, new. <laughs> That'd be so, new to be in, in, in the news, right? Totally. So beyond maybe like the written type of media, 
Is there a way for people to get involved in like maybe television or radio or something like that? Or is that kind of goes with the same kind of help a reporter out or is that more of a, a different animal? Yeah. So you can, you can get opportunities for TV and radio from reactive PR like Harrow. It's, it's a little less common, but it does happen on that front. The good news is that reaching out to TV, radio, and other sort of non-print networks is pretty much the same process, what I call proactive PR. So that's with us, it's, it's collaborating and brainstorming with our clients on story ideas, writing the press release. And then, you know, we, we talked about media targeting earlier. We do that. And then actually doing the outreach. So to get into TV or radio, it's, it's the same process as getting into a newspaper a lot of the time where you, you email the reporter, not just in an e-blast that goes out to all reporters in exactly the same way. This is where the, the craft comes into it. It's much more akin to a, a sales process where you've got multiple points of, of outreach. You may try, you know, and, and you don't want to go over the line and, and actually pester them to the point that, of course, they block you. But you can be persistent. And uh, very often it's not the first outreach that you do, but the second or the third that gets the win. You can do this by, via email. You can do follow-ups on social media. So we find it effective sometimes to do outreach via LinkedIn. If, if there's a meaningful connection we can draw on. And uh, so, yeah, it's, it's very much the same process, whether it's newspaper, magazine, radio, TV, podcast, it's 98% of it is email. Nice. Yeah, it seems to be, especially in the podcast world now, too. That's a big one. Being a podcaster myself, I get a lot of people reaching out. And uh, I'm also on other podcasts. So that's kind of, I guess that's the only part of PR that we have kind of really delved into heavily is the the podcasting side. And, you know, just like we found each other, right? And how did you find our podcast? Was it, did you go through like a podcast network? Was it, do you have someone doing outreach? I don't remember off the top of my head how we met each other. So this is a, yeah, that's a great question. So I found a tool called, I think it's called matchmaker.fm. I hope I'm not messing that up. Yeah, matchmaker.fm. And so this is the thing is, you know, as, as public relations professionals, me and my team are, we're, we're looking for different ways to connect with different platforms, different types of media. We've been investing more time in hunting down good podcasts for our clients and, and for ourselves to, I, I love having interesting conversations and, and love talking about PR. And so what I went on matchmaker.fm, I, I was, I was pleased to see the, the quality and variety of podcasts that you can find through that. It's easy to use. And I think it might have been the first day I was using it that I, I discovered yours and I started listening to some of your back catalog. And I was like, Matt seems like exactly the guy I would love to be talking to. And hopefully I'm the guy for him. So That's I reached right. out. You're going to hear first, everybody. Get on the <laughs> podcast because you want to talk to me. <laughs> no, I think I think podcast outreach is huge right now. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of companies and stuff that will like go help you find podcasts to be on or they'll produce your podcast and stuff like that. But even if you're doing it yourself, there's there's podcastguest.com, matchmaker.fm, podmatch. There's a few of those. And uh, I mean, the technology keeps improving all the time. 
Jonathan, I don't mean to cut it too short today, but I do have a real estate photographer waiting to take pictures of my office that I'm in right now. But definitely, I want people to be able to follow up with you. So what's the best way for someone to reach out to you? Thanks for asking. They can find MindMeld PR at MindMeldPR.com. And if you want to find me personally, I do a lot of outreach on LinkedIn. So I am Jonathan Narvey and you, you can find me on LinkedIn. Yeah, that's N-A-R-V-E-Y. And we'll put your LinkedIn and a link to MindMeld PR in the show notes. And you can also find our show notes at hookseo.com slash podcast. Jonathan, thanks for being on the show today. Thank you for having me. It was wonderful. I hope to do it again. Hey, it was great. You know what? I learned a lot. I already took some notes. I wrote down some websites and stuff I need to go check out now. I got to get back on my Harrow account I haven't opened for three years. <laughs> I got to get all this PR running again. Thanks again so much for being on. And I think it's going to help a lot of people get some public relations done. All right. Thank you very much. This has been Digital Marketing Masters with Matt and Carrie Rouse. For notes and a transcript of this episode, go to hookseo.com forward slash podcast. Join us next week as we dive into more tips and ideas to grow your business. Digital Marketing Masters is brought to you by Hook SEO Digital Marketing. Our show is produced by Matthew Rouse and Scott Burson. Mixed and edited by Silent Outburst Productions. I'm your announcer, Daniel D. Craig. We would love to hear your thoughts. Please leave us an honest review with your podcast provider. Your reviews help us help more business leaders just like you.